What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of the End Zone Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jagger. As always, I'm joined by Teddy here. Today, we're going to be looking at uh, last week's games, the results, this week's games, and we're going to be joined by Julian, hey, a little breakdown of our series versus Kings of the North. Do the intro. Three coming up for the B- BWBL season. It's already kind of flying. Yeah, there's know? some great matchups this weekend. Uh, talking about last week to start, first series of the week was Roadkill versus Jenkins Owls. And I think coming in, people expected, you know, a little bit of a lopsided matchup. Jenkins Owls, they're a good team, but they're still young. They're a little inexperienced. And uh, you want to talk about how it went? Uh, yeah, so basically, game one... Uh, Jackson threw very well, had a no-hitter up until the fourth inning, last inning. Rob Hess hit a home run. What a He's a beast, man. Definitely the best hitter he's in the really league. He's a really good hitter. He carries that team so much. If they get some pitching, they could be a legitimate team, though. Game two, you had a no-hitter. Not much to say about that game. We hit well. Teddy pitched well. And that was really it. The next series also was big lopsided matchup. Kings of the North versus Faces Loaded. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, so game one, Kings of the North took care of business, you know, 16-1. to one. Uh, Bases loaded, signed a new player from the Dominican Republic. And you could tell he had some talent, but he didn't really know how to throw a wiffle ball too well. So He threw it very, very hard. Like, if he could get it accurate, that's definitely over 70. But yeah. it just was not accurate at all. A lot of, a lot of speed and movement, but at the end of the day, you got to throw strikes. And Kings of the North took advantage of that. Uh, also, Dotzel threw that game, and he threw quite well. Then game two was a bit of a repeat. Uh, Kings of the North, you know, yeah, nineteen to two started off with a two nothing lead, and then Kings was like, all right, enough playing around. Let's get this over with. That's what happened there. Shout out Alex Vichillo, you know, always giving pitchers some tips, trying to make them a better player. Next series of the day was five locos versus five seven zero. And this one, as we talked about last week with our previews, uh, with Julian still on suspension, 5-7-0 just doesn't really have the pitching to compete with Locos yet. Yeah, the early slate of games, man, it was just blowout after blowout after blowout. And this one was probably the worst one out of all. 26 nothing, 15 runs coming in the fourth inning, four home runs from Max Albee, who got hitter of the week. He had 12 RBIs. That's ridiculous. Uh, Dylan... Pitch for five seven zero, you know, wasn't you know, great. No walks, gotta respect that. Yeah, you can't really blame him though. Like they're one of the best hitting teams there is. Anybody's getting lit up against them. And Augie, for Locos, who's kind of been a surprisingly good pitcher this year. Four innings, only two hits. Yeah, he's um actually leading the American division in ERA. And uh, no, Nick Pugh leads in strikeouts, but he's second, I think. So he's having a great year on the mound. If he can be another reliable pitcher for Locos, along with Albie and Dewar, that's that's some nice pitching depth. Well, Albie, going on to game two here, we could talk about that. Albie started this game two, um, in which they only won 10-7. He started it, walked the first three batters, bases loaded, and they took him out. He just can't seem to really find his form. Maybe a little bit of Mike Sinti, but we'll talk about Mike Sinti in a little bit. But this game, 10-7 only, it's a very close game. If they had Julian in this game... I could see it be the other way around. Um, Dewar pitched, had a lot of walks, 
Gave up 10 walks, um, 2 hits, 11 Ks. But yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody, after the 26 nothing beatdown, I don't think anybody thought this game was going to be close, and it was. Yeah, and then for 5-7-0, Slyker pitched. We talked about him last week. Um, you know, he had some good stuff. He's got a good riser, throws with some decent velocity, and, you know, only gave up 10 runs in three innings. <clears throat> That's going to keep them in ball games with their good offense. All right, then moving on to what was the most anticipated game of the day, uh, Scared Hitless versus False Idols, which was the rematch of last year's championship. Game one, Brett was on the mound. Gerald pitched. Um, they wanted Scared Hitless got the matchup that we talked about. They wanted that matchup. They wanted Brett against Gerald, and Brett showed why he's like the best pitcher in the league. Only give it one run. Uh, they beat them down 12-1. to Gerald got taken out halfway through the game. Josh Quick came in. He looked pretty good, actually, Josh Quick, for his first showing of the year. But they're no match for Breck Lady. Yeah, only two hits of the day for Scare Hitless came from Smalls. So maybe some good luck after coming on the pod last week. Shout out Smalls. And then for Idols, uh, Brett pitched well, like you said. Also had four hits, four for five, with five RBIs. Uh and the whole Idols team really hit well against Gerald. Yeah, and they continued that into Game 2, which I personally thought, I thought Scared Hill was going to win this game. I was, I stand corrected. Mike Sinti, back to his form, 12 strikeouts, no hitter. They even called the gun on him. That didn't matter. And this was a very close game. And in the second inning, Tom Hannon showed why his name was on the wall. Home run. He was in Nick Pugh's head. It's huge. What a great performance from Falls Idols. That's a statement victory showing that why they're probably the best team in the league. Yeah, I think there was some serious question after last week when since he kind of struggled and, you know, last year with the injury, he didn't pitch in the second half of the season. But talk about making a statement today. I mean, he just he showed why he's Mike Sinti and he's had a lot of success in this league. Four innings, no hits, 12 strikeouts. I mean, he was dominant. And if he can continue to be that good along with Brett, I mean, I don't think anyone's beating them. Going into our next segment here, we're going to call our guest for the video, which is Julian. Let's give him a little call here. Hello? Hey, Julian. Uh, you are live on air for the In The Zone podcast. How are you doing? All right, let's go. I'm doing pretty good. Well, we're pretty hyped for your return. You got a week off here, but then you're back in action. I also want to give some credit for, uh, I saw the Facebook post. Good job around the field, helping out. Big part of why the field is so great. Oh, yeah, you know, just got to do my part. You know, it's a great field to begin with. You know, I'm just trying to improve it, you know. All right, so um, this weekend, got a few games here. I only got three games this weekend, but I would like your help with our series. Against Kings of the North, want to give a breakdown on that series? Yeah, that's that's probably the series of the week. Um, you know, two great pitching teams. Um, definitely gonna be a defensive battle. Very low scoring games. Probably what we saw in the playoffs last year. You know, what was it? Three to two in ten innings, nine innings. Two to one, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be two games that are very similar to that. You know, Jackson and Teddy on the mound, Donsel and Fachilo on the mound. You know. Really doesn't matter who pitches against who. Either way you put it, they're just gonna be low-scoring games. You know those little hits. You know you just gotta take advantage of them. 
Mm. Whoever, you know, whoever just is more patient, takes advantage of the small mistakes, is going to win that game. Do you have any predictions? I can see a split happening, honestly. Okay. Um, I can see that. I, I can see that one being a split. Yeah, JJ was telling me that he sees Pachillo really well, so that could be a huge piece. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So you're returning next week against False Idols. That's yeah. That's jumping that's right be, back into it. Yeah, we're going right back into it against the best team in the league. You know, um, I got to hit the ground running if I want to win any games here. Doesn't matter who I face, you know. I, I got to be at the top of my game if I want it. If I even want a chance at winning a game, it's gonna be tough, you know. A lot of the guys on my teams are, you know, they're they're rookies. They've never seen somebody like Brett Kalady before. You uh, know, you gotta he, be he, you gotta be pretty encouraged to see how you guys played uh, the second game against Locos. I mean, you were in it the whole way. Yeah, my guys competed there. You know, I I was certainly surprised myself. I did not expect it to be that close of a game. But they battled every way. You know, they took advantage of Dewar's mistakes on the mound, you know, just walking those guys. They took advantage. They were patient. And when they when they swung, they made contact. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them. They did, they did a good job. Yeah, and they really bounced back after that big blowout loss. Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough. But I think we're going to be better from here on out. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I think you know what time it is, you know, a game we play with all our guests. Uh, we've got a little win streak going. I think our last two guests have got it right. Uh, oh, we're talking about guess the player. How how confident are you in yourself? Oh, man. Well, some players I know pretty well, but hit me. What do you got? All right, Julian, we got our player here. I'll read off his stats. His average was a 244. He played 15 games. 45 at-bats, he had 11, 11 hits, um, two home runs. Uh, that's that's all we'll say for now. Okay. Yeah. How many games played did you say? 15? 15. Kind of a weird number. 15. Oh, man. 240 roughly average. Oh, man. Um, let's see. I'm going to say... Do they have any pitching stats or no? We'll we'll tell you after after the first guess. Okay, I'm gonna. I remember I remember I remember Dylan only having a couple home runs, so that's gonna be my first guess. Because he only he only had two home runs, I believe, all year. Not not a terrible so be, guess, but it was not good. Okay, we can use pitching stats, but I don't know if it'll help you that much. Let's do them. He only started one game. He did three innings in total, a 21 ERA, four strikeouts. Oh, man. This is a tough one. This is, this is definitely a tough one. This is a very tough one. Um, We're pretty confident you know this guy. If they played 15 games, you should know him. I should, but, man, it's, it's skipping my brain right now. It wouldn't be A-Rod, would it? Are you locking that in? Yeah, because he only pitched one game for me last year, I believe. So I'll, I'll go with him. You're 0 for 2. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll tell you, we get... this person was on a playoff team. 
They're one of the six yeah. teams that made the playoffs. He was on a playoff team. Okay. Do you want any other stats? Just ask. Yeah, give me give me a couple more hints here. Um, I don't really know what you want here. He was he was struck out twenty five times. Twenty five times. Second on his team in strikeouts. Oh man, I would I would just say focus on the two forty four average and the fact that he was on a playoff team. This wasn't his first year in the league. This was not his first year in the league. Do you want his stats um, from the year before? Uh no. How about his playoff stats? Can we can we do that? Is that possible? Yeah, we could do that. We'll give that. Yeah, let's do that. I'm still thinking. In the playoffs, um. His team went one and done. One and done. He had uh, four at-bats. He didn't get a single hit, and he walked three times. Oh, man. All right, so one and done. Hmm. That should narrow it down. Would it be, would it be, uh, it's not Max, is it? Is it Max? Max Krause? Are you logging that in for your final guess? I'm going to say it's, it's got to be somebody from Roadkill because they're the only team that won and done. I, mean, you I, think, I, would, I would say that's... Do you think I Max had a, a 240 average? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to guess because I know Jagger only had that one home run off me. Yeah. Teddy had much better pitching stats than that. There's no one really else I could think of, so I, I would probably say Max. You had the team right, but unfortunately, it was oh, not Max. Yes. Who was it? Josh Wolfsis. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a tough one. Are, are you familiar with Josh? Was that someone you didn't oh, yeah. know? Or... Yeah, yeah, I know him a little bit. <laughs> that was a tough one. That was. Are you looking forward to Saturday? You guys are going up to for old line. Yeah, that's going to be fun. You know, we're going to we're going to be playing against a, a decent team. So you know, hopefully, we can sneak out with three wins. That'd yeah. be nice. Yeah, I heard you guys picked up a, a pretty good player from the BWL. Yeah, we got we got two two BWL sluggers. So, you know, three wins puts us in, in the two seed for playoffs. Nice. So that would be pretty neat. So one thing we like to ask all of our guests, you know, while you have this opportunity on the pod, you want to shout anyone out? You want to say anything for the whole league to hear? Oh, man, for the whole league. Um You know, uh, just you know, keep keep you know sharing, sharing the league around social media. You know, just keep advertising. You know, share all the posts you can. Try to get the league out there, get it noticed. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Julian. Got it. And uh, I'm excited for you to be back and playing. You know, the league's more yeah, fun when you're when you're it's on. Gonna, the field. It's going to be fun. Top five most electric player in the league. It's going to be a fun time. All right, man. We'll see you. You got it. All right. So moving on to our next segment, we're talking about previews for week three. Uh, this is where teams, you know, can kind of separate themselves in the standings a little bit. Uh, first series after Roadkill versus Kings Julian of the North, started which off Julian well. already previewed. We're talking about Jenkins Owls versus Bases Loaded. Two teams that, you know, have been a little bit up and down. Some would say bottom feeders. <laughs> Some would. 
Um, two teams that kind of lack pitching, I think fair to say, but two teams that can definitely hit. Uh, game one starting at 4 o'clock. I'm going to go with bases loaded to take game one. Uh, I'll probably have Kenny on the mound. You know, he's a guy who can throw strikes. And Jenkins Owls, maybe if they can get Higgins. He still hasn't showed up since the charity tournament. He's but, a ghost, apparently. But bases loaded, they're just a little bit more experienced. Uh, you know, Sickle's a good hitter. Kenny's a good hitter. I'm going to take bases Mike White, loaded. I'm familiar with him now. Mike White. He's a dog. He's a very good player. Uh, he's got that flapjack one-handed swing down. So I'm going to take bases loaded game one. Game two here, I think these teams are very similar. They had a close matchup in week one. Um, if AJ's on the mound or he finds a pitcher, which I think that he's very capable of doing, uh, I think they will win this game. I could see a sweep maybe, but in game two, for sure, I got Jenkins Allen winning. They get their first win in franchise history. Captain AJ Grabowski is going to be excited to hear that prediction. And then moving on to the final series of the day, it's another good one. Mm-hmm. Five Locos versus Scared Hitless. And talk about a tough schedule for Scared Hitless opening up the season. They had Roadkill, and then Idols, and now Locos. That's tough for them. Yeah, I wonder what's going on inside their heads here. What a 1-3 and three start. Uh, I think they're bounced back, get someone under their belt. But I do not think it will be in this series. Um, game 1, I think... I think Locos just has better pitching all around. I think if Nick plays like he did against Roadkill, they'll win a game. But last week, he wasn't that sharp. I think False Idols had, had his number. I think the gun may have gotten his head. But the series probably won't have gun in it. So I think, ooh, man, this is a close series. Locos is just a far better hitting team. Scare Hills, I think, has like eight hits on the year only, which is just very bad. Um... I think five locos will take game one. Five to three. All right, and then game two, uh, assuming Nick goes game one, it'll probably be Gerald versus maybe Dewar, maybe Albie. Maybe Artem. I've heard rumors that Artem. he's coming back. Or even if it's Augie. I mean, that's the thing about locos. They have pitching depth. And as far as their hitting goes, like you said, they're just more proven than hitless to this point. So... I think I'm going to take Locos to win game two. I think we'll sweep. I think Scarecrow will start off one and five. And that'll ask the question, do they need to make changes, roster changes, cuts maybe? Is the kids run it? Is the kid done? <laughs> if they get swept here, there will be some changes made. But I think they'll find themselves back where they were last year and in a playoff spot. Yeah, and this is definitely you know not a team to count out. We're predicting a Locos sweep, but... Hitless is good enough. You know, they know how to win games. I could see it being a split or even a hitless sweep if, if they bring the bats. Yeah, that's the thing with them, man. Like, even if they have a mismatch, if they're the underdog, they find ways to win games. It's crazy. All right. Well, those are our previews for week three. Um, Thank you guys for listening. It's a fun episode. Julian, thank you for coming on. And uh, as always... Please leave some comments, you know, give us some, <laughs> give us some questions, some segment ideas. Uh, we're always looking for those to answer them. Um, we're going to try to get a consistent schedule now. Probably every Friday at 11 a.m. we'll see a new episode. All right. Thank you guys for listening. See you.